The Drive Show with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA owned and operated for over 40 years. Oh, Jim, we've got a good team here. You know, Lee's panelling beautifully. Jimmy's there answering the phones, covering all the texts as they come and in. you're storing up all the audience. Ah, uh, mate, we've got a very, very good support team here. It's, <laughs> you and me are the front men, but they're the most important men behind <laughs> yeah, that glass absolutely. there. All right, Kim, now we didn't ask an answer. John of High Wickham's request regarding any more news on Willie Rioli. I think we're all resigned to the fact that he's going. Yeah, he, he's going. And what, what I can say... Uh, Relating to that is that there's no new news over the course of the weekend that I've picked up, but what we what we do know is that West Coast not, have known, I reckon, for several weeks, at least a month, that Willie Rioli was will ask to be traded mm-hmm. to the Eastern States, and it, it certainly looks as though Port Adelaide are in the running there, and that will uh, that will help a lot of ways. That that Willie will go for, you know, pick so in the. Port will get a pick probably somewhere in the 20s as a compensation for mm-hmm. the loss of uh, Carl Amon, and West Coast will get that. So West yeah. Coast would then have picks 2, 20, 26 they've already got from Port last year. So if they got a, another pick in the 20s somewhere there from Port, they've got 2, 20, mid-20s, 26, 38. There's their five draftees inside the top 40 at this year's draft. And as we've said repeatedly, Peter, if they don't get five and four of them are starting in their 22 for round one next year, they haven't recruited well enough because they've got to move on some of these old blokes. And what we started to say about West Coast is that Adam Simpson has told players in their departure meetings that he wants them to come back fit. He's left it to the players to look after their fitness program and to be fit and engaged in exercise and fitness at an elite level over their holidays. Okay. Uh before we go to our third member of our team here on a Monday night, Paul says, uh, Fremantle need a big body midfielder. How's this for a three-way deal? Sam Pal Pepper from Port to Frio, Lloyd Meek from Fremantle to the West Coast, and Junior Rioli from West Coast to Port. There's Paul's three-way deal. Hello, Lise. How are you? Hi, Peter. Hi, Kim. Yeah, good, thanks. Um, well, Rioli can go to Port Adelaide. Um you know, so and and I think um, Meek's Eagles have to pick pick up Meek because they need yeah. another ruckman. I don't think Nick Nick Natnu is going to be playing too much in the next couple of years. I, I still can't believe he got two years. But anyway, getting back to what I was going to talk about, um, Dale Orcock's statement, um, pretty um, premature. Um, that's exactly what um, Garlic did um, not so long ago. He reckons that they were going to get um, two, um, two grand finals, one from the women and one from the um, men's. So I think if they're going to talk about um, winning flags and things, talk, talk within inside the club, not outside the club. So, and um, Saturday's game, Collingwood, well, like um, their coach, he has got them believing in themselves and... There's just a self-belief amongst the whole lot of them and the trust within the players, you know, that they can get, they can get the ball, you know, to, to doesn't matter, you know, which player and that player will deliver. And um, I know I keep banging on about Nick Dacos, but wow, this guy um, is just absolutely amazing. He, you know, he, he, was, he got the most touches out of, out of the um, Magpies and I really think that they could go on and win the flag. Um, I'm probably being a bit premature myself, but anyway. And also, too, just quickly before I leave you, um, I heard this morning that there's about eight players 
within um, Dockers and Eagles that definitely want to leave, and most of those are from the Dockers. Mm. Okay, good on your lease. Thanks for that. Yeah, there's going to be, and I think you did it uh, before the show, Hags. You actually mm. went through the list, even those players that are playing, like Blakely and others that are playing at Peel. It could be up to a dozen shredded off their but, list. You see, I, I'm not. I, again, I don't see how Fremantle can do that um, because they're going to have to get picks for these guys to bring in Jackson. Mm. I don't think they can delist willy-nilly eight or ten players, particularly on the back of the season that they've had. Yeah. But we do know Lobb goes, Akers goes, Logue goes, probably Meek looking around. He'll get somewhere, I reckon, Lloyd Meek. West yeah. Coast are very I like keen. Him. But yeah. GWS, uh, I thought he was near best on ground in the waffle again yesterday. He has been for several weeks in a row. So he's, he's cleverly playing for... Uh, some kind of attention, potential to get picked up elsewhere. He's only footy available at the moment. He's, uh, he's in the waffle. Liam Henry on the market again. He was poor for Peel yesterday, I thought. Sam Sturt, we've mentioned, uh, whether he's contracted or not, these boys are all looking to get better chances and better deals elsewhere. Uh, and I think also Wilson, Blakely, Hamling probably finish at Peel, at West Coast as well. They're okay. not going to keep playing for Peel. But they... They can't just get rid of everyone willy-nilly because they haven't got the draft picks to bring them back in. What picks they're going to get for these guys, they need to work a deal to bring in Luke Jackson. All right, let me throw you something as a real curved ball here. And by the way, Paul says, I think Luke Jackson is waiting for the Melbourne Fairest and Best presentation night. Then he'll come out and let everyone know the next day, just like Lockie Neal nailed it. Okay, let me ask you this. If he decides to stay at Melbourne, mm. hypothetically, Luke Jackson, wait it all up. And as you've pointed out about a week or so ago, I'll sign two years and then that might be the time that Sean Darcy becomes a free agent at Fremantle. It might be the time to go home because he's still very young. He's only a 20-year-old. Where does that place Freo then? Um, the, the Luke Jackson deal is done. It's Peter. done. Fremantle, no, nah, let me explain. Luke Jackson and Fremantle have agreed on the deal. Fremantle's problem now is to get the deal that Melbourne will accept and as we've said numerous times, West Coast can offer Melbourne more. But Luke Jackson, I, I think I can – last Thursday, I was told, it is done. Okay. That's why Fremantle have to continue to move on moving players so they can give Melbourne what they will want for Luke Jackson. Just on your hypothetical. Well, if, if something if, happens, if something changes all of a sudden. Lob's gone. Akers is gone. Logue. A much better deal. 50-50? No, he's more than no, – he's, he's pretty much gone to North. Okay. He's going to North because of the deal that North mm -hmm. have put in front mm -hmm. of him compared to what Fremantle have. Fremantle have to come back. I would say Fremantle would be in panic mode if they didn't get Luke Jackson. This is a hypothetical, Peter. If they didn't get Luke, Luke Jackson, they'd be in panic mode because they'd have to keep one or two of these players that all for, – for months now we've been expecting to just say when trade time comes or when after fairest and best – I want to be traded to such and such. And the player would come to him and say, uh, and they come back with a better offer. Well, I wasn't good for, good enough for you a week ago. All of a Absolutely. sudden, I am good enough for oh, but you. That's, I think that's how it works. And certainly the, and the managers and, and agents would work it and say, okay, you didn't want him two weeks ago for this much. You're now offering that much. We want even more. Interesting. Hold them to ransom. Okay. Uh, just regarding Frio, uh, if they had more consistent quarters of football, current players and potential incoming players would want to stay or want to come over to WA. Their good and bad is far too separate on the spectrum of acceptable levels for a top eight side. I think they are an extremely fit side, and that's the only reason they ended up in the finals. But don't get me wrong, I still love them.
Uh, I, I think they. There look, you go. I th- is there a name on that one? No, there is. Uh, unfortunately, look, the way they the, the way they've played their best footy this year, particularly here at the stadium, and then when they beat Melbourne at the MCG and when they beat Geelong down at Geelong. Against expectations, I don't think any of us thought in round 11 that they would beat uh, Melbourne when Melbourne had won 10 straight, but they turned on their best footy on those occasions. And it was about fast, but it was about ball retention. It was about their defenders getting hold of it, sharing it, kick passing. They had a good efficiency on those games, about 80% a game. And they were finishing with field goals. They were scoring better than they had in previous seasons. One thing that I think that they will have to review very heavily, and I thought about it on the weekend, I quickly looked at some stats, is their starts. Mm-hmm. Now, Fremantle lost 12 first terms in 2022. They lost 10 first terms in their last 13 games. Now, I know they went, they turned it around and went on to win some, uh, quite a few of those games and some of those, but Geelong won 16 first terms this year as the trendsetter of the competition. I would say that would be one area that Fremantle would have to, and even, again, Justin Longmuir post-match, you just played the grab there again about, you know, we didn't start well again, he used the word... Uh, it just, I think they're perhaps already identifying the need to be a faster starting team. But to do that, you've got to win the football, retain it, and then also score. Yeah, okay. And, and I think score, Fremantle have got to try and get a gun key forward or small key forward and, and keep a Sam Sturt and play him or bring someone in. Now, I do understand, I do understand that Fremantle are considering Oliver Henry. From oh, Collingwood. The fellow who came off uh, the bench as a medical son yeah. here at Optus and kicked in, four goals against that, Fremantle. What round was that? Was that round 10, I think it might have been? When it, was in, was... it was in the wet, too, yeah, when yeah, Fremantle yeah. beat and, Collingwood. And, say, uh, Collingwood up, beat Fremantle. Collingwood beat Fremantle here in, uh, yeah, round 10, won by six mm. goals. Yeah. And, and Ollie Henry. So I do understand that Fremantle are considering and in, perhaps in some negotiations to try and uh, lure Ollie Henry away from Collingwood. He's 20. He's only played the 25 games. He's out of contract at the end of this season, as I understand it. The other one that I think Fremantle are looking at, and again, he could help this fella, Jeremy Sharp, from Gold Coast, 21, 24 games. Uh, he could well be a Blake Akers replacement on the outside with a bit of pace. He's a good young player, good little player. And as long as Freeman have got the inside players. I mean, Erasmus and Johnson, perhaps a bigger... What happened to the Himmelberg? Uh, remember the fellow from Adelaide that yeah. was tossed up? All of a sudden, that went pretty quiet pretty quickly after it was sounded out. Uh, here's uh, evening, Pete and Haggers. When does trade week start? That's Tristan from Claremont. I think it's October the 3rd, Haggers. Mon- two weeks today, I think it yeah. is, and then it goes till the following Wednesday okay. week. He also goes on to say, I believe West Coast should split their second pick as there doesn't seem to be too much top-end talent in the draft. What are your thoughts? That's Tristan from Claremont. Top-end talent in the draft? I'm, I'm not for, sure. From West Coast? For West Coast? In the draft, generally. Oh, look, I th- no, I think there is. The, the feeling is that there is, uh, particularly you know, in Victoria, there's, there's – uh, and again, I think, I, I think what West Coast needs are the likes – I think they need a key forward. I don't think Oscar Allen is going to be the answer there. So, you know, Harry Lemmy, who's only 18, plays in West Adelaide. He's playing seniors. He's a 203-centimetre key forward. They reckon he's like Nick Rewalt. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's a, can, a can big set, call. Set, set pressure on people. Yeah. Uh, Elijah Satsis 
from uh, Oakley uh, Chargers. Uh, uh, can you Matthias pronounce that Philippi. again? How do you spell his surname? T S A T A S. Satsis. 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 So yeah, nice Greek boy. Clearly, I was going to say a Greek boy. <laughs> he's already. Uh, already Satsis, you've got to use your fingers when you say it, Hags. Will Elliott, from, uh, who's 19, from Sandringham. Another tall forward, a tall key forward, 197 centimetres, agile, mobile, athletic. Uh, strong runner, real strong runner, but he's had a bit of an knee injury this year. And the one that I think West Coast should really look at when, with their early picks, he has had some injury problems, this boy, George Wardlaw, who has talked about he's very Clayton Oliver-like with the way he plays his under-18s football in Victoria. Harry uh, Harry Sheasel from Sandringham, a Zach Bailey type, small forward, mm. nuggety forward, can go to the wing, can go to the midfield. There's plenty there. And this is before we even talked to Elijah Hewitt from from Swan District. Surely he finishes up. The kid's been playing league football yeah. for and all of the season. Yeah. All right. So, We're going to take a break, Hags. There's a question here about Peter Sumich. We'll come back to that and also a few more again regarding Fremantle. Come and join us on the Temperate Bedshed text line. It's easy. Just text us the information and we'll acknowledge it. What was we'll that kid's name it. again? Satsis. 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 But they'll call him Satsis. <laughs> um, let's go to the Tempera Bedshed text line 0487 736 736. Or you can give us a call at least it early on the Scarborough Toyota open line if you want to give us a buzz. 13 12 55. Jimmy will answer your call and Lee will put you through. It's 29 to 6 here on Drive with Peter Vlaus and Kim Agdon for Toolmart, the complete tool centre.